Hi, my name is Lydia. And I'm Emma. And we're the hosts of Holy Ship. We are passionate about creating a space for women to talk about sexuality, their bodies, and all things relationships. We think that for so long, Christian spheres have often failed to address these topics with women in a healthy, shame-free, and open way. So welcome to Holy Ship, where we address all the taboo topics in a way that is honoring to you, your relationships, and God. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Holy Ship Podcast. I hope our last episodes have given you a lot to think about. A couple episodes ago, we talked about sex as this wide umbrella, and today we will be talking about more specific topics under that umbrella, such as hand jobs, oral, anal, and masturbation. We are so excited to dig into this more and question these topics with you. We really wanted to discuss this because we feel like these topics are often put into that gray space. And this is often where that question of how far is too far comes from. So yeah, we are just going to dig into these topics a little bit deeper. Um, We recognize that we aren't experts um, and we still have a ton of questions ourselves. So we're just starting the conversation in this episode and we will revisit these topics with guests. And as we come across new resources, we will also be bringing um, those to light as well. So this won't be the only episode on these particular topics, but we wanted to start somewhere as um, approaching these topics can seem rather daunting and maybe embarrassing. And so we decided to put ourselves and our information that we have out there first um, in hopes of other people doing the same and eventually so we can all have this conversation without embarrassment uh, together. So without further ado, uh, Lydia, let's start talking about the sexual activities below the belt, if you will, such as hand jobs, oral, go right ahead. Yes, let's talk about this. I think this one, this is one of the most excited I've been about episodes. (laughs) But I'm also the most nervous about this one just because I feel like it needs to be talked about. And I think we have a lot to say, but also, like, again, we're not experts by any means. So, yeah. I think when, honestly. And by experts, and by experts, we mean like sex therapists yes, or yes. pastors or counselors. An educated pastor. An educated pastor or scientists I yes mean, we all people took who like courses. know you know i mean what does that even mean we all took know. anatomy okay okay but i don't think anatomy like talked about like hand jobs and like oral sex and like why that's pleasure i mean maybe at like fair, a college fair. level yeah, but like it's, it's a whole holistic experience mm-hmm. to which to which yeah we are experts <laughs> <laughs> but we're starting a conversation on it so there we go <laughs> Yeah, I think, honestly, one of my first, okay, actually, my first, like, impression of, like, a handjob or, like, oral sex was definitely from, like, middle school, you know, when, like, people started talking about it, and I was like, what is that, you know what I mean? Like, I would talk with my friends, like, at recess, like, do you know what this is? I wish I knew what you mean. Actually, I don't wish I knew what you mean, (laughs) because that was not my middle school experience. Yeah, that was definitely mine. This was also at the same time we were all having, like, our first kisses, well, not me included, but it's, like, weird that, like, you have your first kiss, and then this is also being talked about in, like, that same, like, year, but 
Mm. Whatever. Well, Urban Dictionary says that hand jobs are sex for eighth graders. And I would kind of agree with that now. <laughs> like, I think, like, when you're, like, that young, like, I mean, again, some people do have, like, sex when they're in middle school, like, and so I guess that would be sex for them. Yeah. But, like, I think, like, honestly, like, at that age, I kind of was like, oh, yeah, like, you're basically having sex. You know what I mean? Like, I would agree with that. I think it is the same thing. Like, in, like, your eighth yeah. grade head, you know? Anyway. Yeah, in my eighth grade head, I would have been extremely confused. Listen, public school all the way. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm glad that we have two different perspectives yeah. here. Because maybe we can reach a wider audience. It's true. It's true. Anyway, like, um, I mean, I kind of along that same lines, like, because eighth graders kind of thought, like, hand jobs were sex, we did have, like, a sex night at youth group. I feel like, okay. like most youth groups do. And okay. this was, this what? was, like... Okay, like wow. again, we ran in different circles. Do. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, like, you had to. <laughs> sorry, sorry, go ahead. Okay, so in your sex youth group, yes. you talked about hand jobs. Yeah, well, basically it was, like, the sex night, you know what I mean? So they have, like, a married couple come in and, like, a single person come in and, like, they talk about sex and we can, like, put our answers in, like, or not our answers, our questions in a hat, you know? And they would draw them and ask the questions. <laughs> It was like, it was an experience. But anyway, someone like wrote on their like little sheet was like, are like, was asking if like oral sex was allowed because it, they, it wasn't actually sex. And my pastor was literally, was like, literally or it's oral sex. So no. And that was the end of the conversation. He was like, literally just like, it's literally oral sex. He was like, S-E-X, sex. And then like, that was the end of it. And I thought it was like super profound at the time. I'm like, oh oral sex sex it's sex like of course it is of course it's wrong (laughs) but then a year later i was like wait he just said the words again like he just repeated it i was like there's nothing profound about that and now i don't know why i can't like what makes oral sex sex well i think like one (laughs) actually i don't know (laughs) yeah i mean I feel I like what would have happened. I guess a like year because if someone asked that. I honestly don't know. I don't think any of us like knew to ask that, you know. Fair. We're all fair. in the same boat. Like, yeah, as eighth graders, you're like, yeah, hand jobs, oral sex, yeah, that's sex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> Do we know what actual sex was? Like, no. <laughs> um, but yeah. I think like just stuff like with your private parts, honestly. And you're like genitalia down there is what like makes something sexual just because I think one like there's so many nerve endings down there which is like kind of like why I mean one why it's pleasurable but like also I feel like that's what kind of like makes it different okay okay and I'm glad that you brought that up um because before we jump to like talking more about Hand jobs uh-huh. or oral, because you brought up like just having that interaction between your private parts mm-hmm. in general. We didn't really talk about this beforehand, so I'm just gonna bring it up now <laughs> okay. to, to hear your thoughts. But what about like, so to clarify, we're talking about close off because there's also like dry humping oh I think that's the same thing right like it's engaging those nerves that's like that's why you right, do it right or like 
even doing it without your clothes. Yeah. In my head, like, that's the same. Like, again, like, you're, like, it's interaction with your, like, genitalia. I just thought I would, like, touch that subject to just throw it. Since we're talking about everything. Yeah. No. Put the peg I I also think, like, that's a good, like, clarification, too. But, no, I feel like, like, it's when, like, your genitals interact with each other. Or are being interacted with, (laughs) as we will now discuss. Fantastic. Yeah. So, I think... One, kind of just before jumping into anything, I think oral sex for girls is actually more, I'll say, intimate mm-hmm. than, like, other, like, sexual... I mean, obviously not, like, penetrative sex, like, or intercourse, I should say. But, like, I think, one, more girls normally orgasm with oral sex than, like, penetrative sex just in general so I think one there's kind of like that intimacy and like that attachment but then on the other hand I also think that like penetrative sex is also intimate because like they're literally inside of you Mm. but I feel like I don't know in my head like oral sex for girls is more intimate yeah interesting but I also don't Is know. It because, because, like, yeah, I guess it could be the same for guys too, you know what I mean? But I feel like because that's the way they orgasm more, like, like for women. Right. But orgasm, orgasming more doesn't mean like more intimate. That's or, true. That's true. Or maybe it does because the more those chemicals are released to your brain, like the the more connected yeah you can feel i also so feel like, like when you orgasm in front of someone else like that's intimate like that that act in itself mm, yeah we're going to be talking about this um in more detail too yeah um, i mean like yeah 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 we will in later episodes but yeah interesting yeah but anyway but like also like hand jobs First off, to clarify, hand jobs are like commonly referred to as like girl giving a guy a hand job and then fingering is right. like the girl equivalent. Uh-huh. I mean, I've also heard like women say that like they had a hand job, but like it was like fingering. You know what I mean? So I think like it can yeah. kind of go both ways, but like most commonly hand jobs are like for guys, fingering is for girls. Right. So yeah. Yeah, I think kind of like just to like frame where we're coming from when we talk about like oral sex and hand jobs, like in Matthew five twenty seven, I think um, it's when Jesus is talking to the crowd and he's like, you shall not commit adultery. But also like when you look at a woman in lust, like you've already committed adultery with your heart. Jesus is kind of like talking about like the thoughts that lead you into like committing adultery, like looking at a woman with lustful thoughts, looking at a man with lustful thoughts. Like that's where like that sexual immorality starts, you know? So I think Mm -hmm. just kind of having that at the forefront of mind, of our minds, like, as we're, like, talking about this is important just because, again, like, one, there's, like, no shame here at all. But, like, I don't think, like, hand jobs and oral sex should be had before marriage or, like, really, like, any, like, sexual acts just because I think, one, like, it is sexually immoral, but then, like, also I think there's, like, consequences where... 
like you do become attached like we're going to talk about later like breakups are harder when you've had sex because like you have that attachment and you have that connection with someone um so you're drawing like a mirror or like a parallel um between this verse and like hand jobs and oral um being synonymous to like looking at a a woman in lust i don't think like it's necessarily the same exact thing i don't think it's the same exact thing but i think like like in kind of the following verses jesus is talking about like it's not like about like it's not always about like the exact physical act like last time it's the thoughts that are like leading people to acts as well you know what i mean So I think that, like, also goes, like, it's not just about having sex. It's also, like, the other things that get you there, you know? Yeah. Like, I think, like, it all has to do with, like, purity, right? And, like, are you chasing purity? And, like, I think that starts with your thoughts. Mm Mm-hmm. That's fair. I'm wondering, just to play devil's advocate here, is it possible to do these things... And, um, not, and like to be able to restrain from having intercourse or, and like, is it possible to feel closer to a person by using these means or consider it like foreplay and not, and not be incredibly consumed by lust? Yeah, I think like definitely, I think. Yeah, I I should have been more clear about this in the beginning. But I think, like, it's sexually immoral, Mm -hmm. right? Like, to do those things before marriage. So, like, I guess, like, for me, it was, like, the point that's, like, getting you there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's interesting. Yeah. And and obviously, like, again, I don't have all the answers, right? Right. And that's why we're going to keep talking about it. You guys get a live version of us trying to figure this out for ourselves, too. So... Yeah. Welcome. And or we'll like, like have know, some like Instagram dialogues about this too, where we can like hear other people's thoughts and like talk about that. Right. Because you don't want to be like, you know, you don't want to be like, oh yeah, no, these things are immoral, you know, if they're close off and like below the belt. Yeah. Well, but I yet, think it's like when you get time. like so nitpicky, you know, like you've lost the point. Like, right. And again, right. I think when we talked about sex, like, I think something that's wonderful is when we try to honor God with our sexuality and like with our relationships. And I think part of that, like when you're spending time with God and like pursuing him, like, is that something he wants you to do? Mm-hmm. And so I don't think it's whether you have like your pants on or pants off, you know, like, I don't think that's like, I think you're like losing the point when you're focusing on those small details, trying to like make rules so that you feel better about what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. Um, yeah, it's just, it's so, it's so crazy to me, like how different societies and different cultures view this. Mm-hmm. Um, and like also through different parts of history, you know, cause the things, um, like the things that we're saying now could be really radical to, um, uh, like our culture today, Yeah, be, you know, be like, how dare you say like that a hand job is immoral but like you know kissing isn't Mm -hmm. but you know in another um in another like religion or another geographical location what we could be saying could be 
incredibly radical in a different sense. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, you're telling me you see a girl before you get married, you know, like. Uh Uh-huh. So it's just wild, and that's why it's an ongoing conversation. I think, like, also, like, some people have different convictions, you know, like, which, and we'll talk about this in a future episode, but there's some people who don't even kiss till marriage because they feel, like, convicted not to do that, which, like, is great. And I think, like, honoring God does look different, like, in relationships to an extent, but, yeah. Okay, so let's take it to the back, shall we? Oh, and you no. know what I mean? <laughs> but let's, that was, let's a, that was a good transition. I really like that. I know. I think we should um, name the episode that. No, I'm just kidding. Look, I had so many other puns that I could have used throughout this episode. Yeah. In fact, just like throughout all the episodes. But I'm going to limit it, limit it to like one. Okay, sounds good. One per episode. Yeah. Yeah. So crazy. So I'm assuming we're talking about anal now. Yes, yes, we are. <laughs> or, as some people know, the devil's loophole. I did not know that. What? Okay, again, this I must be a public school it. thing. <laughs> I never heard anyone say that. Really? There's, like, actually a song about this that I learned in high school. And I didn't, like, learn. I heard it in high school. <laughs> I don't have, like, the chorus <laughs> memorized or anything. Um no, but it's, like, talking about how, like, anal's the devil's loophole because you're, like, not actually having sex. Oh. And so it's, like, the devil's oh, permission to, like, have okay. sex and, like, a loophole to, like, you know, God's will. Isn't okay. that interesting? Okay, okay. Yeah. Very nice. <laughs> wow. All right, so. So I guess, like, I, clarified... I have a question for you now. Do you think oh, you, you anal. you have a question for me? Yeah. Do you okay. think anal is, like, actually not having sex like people like will have anal instead of having sex because they're saving themselves from marriage so they'll have anal instead right um so yeah i mean like all of these things are i think loopholes that's fair i would agree with that should be the devil's Um, loopholes you know right it's like (laughs) how many loopholes do you want to go through Mm mm-hmm also, no pun intended. <laughs> but I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I. It's well. So through our researching of like how to define yeah all of these things, we did like solidify that this would not be technically intercourse. Yeah, because it'd be a sexual activity, but not exactly. Exactly. So. I do agree with it being a loophole. Um, so it's not like actually sex. Yeah. But I feel I feel like with with this one in particular, you're getting so cl- you're like mimicking yeah, what you yeah. could do mm-hmm. in a sense. Yeah. And. Yeah, and so how I feel about it, I feel like it's, it's like, too uncomfortably close to go through this loophole and not want to just go through the hole entirely. Yeah, I think I've, like, I think I view it kind of the same way where, like, I think it's so close to, like, actually having sex, you know what I mean? And in my Mm -hmm. head, like, I had, like, a lot of friends that, like, this was their approach to like sex before marriage and 
yeah it always just kind of confused me because i was like at that point like why aren't you just having sex you know what i mean like not that like i'm saying you should but like it was just like confusing to me because you're like so close like it is like you said it's like mimicking it right and, so and it was, like, i think weird to me. and i think then when i think when you're trying to and this was something that someone told me recently and i found it very compelling when you when you are following in obedience to someone it's easier to be obedient to someone when you like doing it yeah like when yeah. you love doing it and like that should be the same way with following god like mm-hmm. following god's commands and his word should be easy yeah because you love to do it like mm-hmm. you love to serve him that doesn't mean that you know your life is going to be easy or decisions yeah. are going to be are going to be any easier but it means like it's easy for you to want to follow him because you love him because you love being obedient to him yeah so in this sense when i feel like you're like grasping for loopholes um just to avoid that one thing are you loving being obedient or are you disliking yeah. being obedient but you're still like in your head yeah just trying to do what's right because if you really if you really loved remaining like abstinent mm-hmm. and avoiding these things it, then it would be a little bit easier to do so especially if yeah. both parties felt the same way mm-hmm. yeah definitely um and i'm not saying that oh you don't love god if no, if yeah, absolutely. You decided to to do it this way, but it it's just it's easier when instead of saying everything, instead of saying what you can't do, like change your mindset to, you know, like what should or what could I do to, um, you know, be better, help this relationship, or I um, think like. You know, I, we, were, we were talking about this with, like, oral and hand jobs as well. But, like, when you're, like, trying so hard to not cross the line that you're – but you're trying to get there and, like, you're doing all these things to, like, not get there but get as close to it as possible. Like, I think you've completely mm-hmm. missed the point, right? Like, in, right. when you're talking about obedience and I think part of the reason, like, this is called the devil's loophole and I think we can extend it again, like you were saying, loopholes, um, is because – you think you're somehow risking your salvation by like having intercourse. So you're like doing all these other things, but I think like what's wrong there. And like, again, like I feel like that's why it's called the devil's loophole, right? Like the Mm -hmm. devil doesn't want you to have salvation. And like, he's actively trying to pull you away from that. And oh yeah, it's like one, you're not risking your salvation either way. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's important to remember that, that like nothing you do is like, like, God's not going to stop loving you, you know? Like, I think, obviously, right. like, there are ways you can clearly follow his, like, rules and, like, mm-hmm. his, like, heart for you in that. But, like, I don't think, like, you know, like, you don't do something God's like, oh, man, that was too far, you know? He, like, right, doesn't love right. you anymore. He, like, still loves you. Um, and I think, like, too, when we look for ways to bend the rules or, like, do what we want without breaking the rules, like, we aren't in the right headspace. And, yeah, I think, like, kind of... At least, like, my approach, like, I do think, like, I really struggle with lust and, like, whenever, like, I have that or, like, I'm in a relationship, 
I like when I like start getting into the headspace. I'm like, I actually need to spend some time in silence. And I need to spend time reading my Bible and like actually listening to God because when you're like doing that, like he's not going to tell you to like go have sex. You know what I mean? Like he's right. going to like strengthen you and like give you insights that you like didn't see before mm-hmm. when you're like actively spending time with him and in the world, like in the word. So, so true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely agree. Okay, so I want to move on to the last thing that we were going to touch on. And at first, <laughs> touch on, you know, I, I can't. Really can't with you today. <laughs> so, so at first when, you know, we were strategizing like what we should put into this episode and you mentioned masturbation, yeah. I was thinking, I was like, well, yeah, obviously we need to talk about that. But like, would that fall into line with this? I, I definitely think that it does because... You know, this is also something that you can do with someone else, like Like even Mm -hmm. if you're doing it by yourself. So it falls into the same category and obviously we'll talk um, more in depth about it. Um, But I'm going to let you, you know, say a little bit about what you have discovered um, when thinking through this topic um, because I think it's really profound and um, I like your perspective. So... Yeah. yeah, so I'm going to bring it back to the big sex umbrella um, episode, and I think, again, like, I've come to realize that the purpose of sex is to, like, unify a couple and, like, marriage and glorify God, and I think that, like, part of, like, the way that that's done, especially through, like, the uniting aspect is through orgasm, where you have the oxytocin being released and the dopamine, right, where there's, like, mm-hmm. that chemical reaction where, like, you're, like, actually, like, having, like, attachment with someone and, like, you're having, like, that, like, intense pleasure. Um, And I think, like, one, like, I mean, that's one of the reasons why sex is so special and so intimate. And I think the same thing goes, one, for all these sexual activities, like, the purpose of them is to unite a married couple and to glorify God. And I think it's the same thing with masturbation. And what's interesting about masturbation, like, just, like, by itself is when you're masturbating by yourself, like, not even, like, with a partner, you're, like, I think it's, like, strange because you're doing, like, a sexual activity for pleasure, but, like, and you're having those same chemicals released when you orgasm, but, like, you're not connecting with anyone. Like, it's just, like, and, like, are you connecting with yourself then? Like, and I feel like it really does push you, like, more inwards, right? And, like, into your own mind. And I think, like, that's a problem when we're, like, so like involves in ourselves that we like like you know and I think like masturbation does lead to that um and I really love this quote from C.S. Lewis on masturbation and I actually heard this quote first off in one of my ethics classes when we were having like the sex ethics like part of the course and I was so shocked that C.S. Lewis talks about this because I was like no he wrote Narnia like (laughs) he doesn't talk about masturbation well you know Narnia has some it's true it's true dissect it anyways just glaze over it as a kid anyway yeah so i'm gonna read this like little excerpt from him it's actually a pretty long excerpt i'm gonna read this expert excerpt for me the real evil of masturbation would be that it takes an appetite which in lawful use leads the individual out of himself to complete and correct his own personality and that of another and finally, in children and even grandchildren, and turns it back, sends the man back into the prison of himself, there to keep a harem of imaginary brides. And this harem, once admitted, works against his ever 
works against his ever getting out and really uniting with a real woman. For the harem is always accessible, always subservient, calls for no sacrifices or adjustments, and can be endowed with erotic and physiological attractions which no woman can rival. Among those shadowy brides, he is always adored, always the perfect lover. No demand is made on his unselfishness, no mortification ever imposed on his vanity. In the end, they become merely the medium through which he increasingly adores himself, and it is not only the faculty of love which is thus sterilized forced back on itself but also the faculty of imagination and i think one we'll probably like link this in the like description too just so you can actually read it just because that was a lot to take in but this is like really deep and profound and i honestly didn't even think about masturbation a lot until college anyway but then like reading this i think was so insightful and like I love how he's talking about how like it takes what's like lawful and like meant to like complete himself in that of another like in another person and like again like kind of like we're talking about like procreate right and it's turning it back and sending the man into the prison of himself mm-hmm. and I think like that's kind of where I've gotten I'll say like my imagery for like my ethics on masturbation i'll say um but yeah like i love how he's talking about how like it does like kind of like push you back into yourself and then that headspace that you're in when you're like masturbating it's like kind of like un like you can't compete with it you know because you're like making up like the like thoughts in your head or like whatever like that situation is and like you're like in control like you're like perfect in that situation like I highly doubt like you're like think you like suck and like all these people are like not complimenting you in your head when you're doing that maybe like they are you know what I mean but like I think it's like he was talking about how the harem is always accessible always subservient calls for no sacrifices where like when you are doing it with another person like there are sacrifices that you have to make in relationships and and there is communication involved yeah and like pleasing each other as well like you know so Mm -hmm. But, like, in yeah. masturbation, like, it is very self-serving. And, mm-hmm. you know, then he, like, talks about, like, then you can, like, never actually, like, fully connect with, like, a, like your bride or, like, in our case, our husbands because it's always going to be competing for what's in your head and, like, what you've kind of, like, made that to be for yourself. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's kind of, like, where I stand on masturbation. Well, that is where I stand on masturbation. <laughs> Not kind of. So does that mean that you don't believe that it should be done at all? I think it can be done with a partner. Like as a way to be more intimate with each other. I don't think even if you're married, you should be doing it by yourself. And specifically like not before marriage. Yeah. Why? Why with a partner though? And not without, because like, even if you're with someone, like they're there in person, but they're yeah. not like, you're not, like, if you're not doing it together. Yeah. Well, I think the point is like when you're masturbating, like with a partners, you're both doing it at the same time. Normally. Okay, so. But I also think that like, and like a lot of like couples I've talked to have said this, like sometimes it helps them like figure out how to like please you more. Because you're, like, showing Yeah, them. definitely. Definitely. Yeah, no, there's no denying that it definitely brings 
two people closer. Yeah, yeah. Um, but in that, and that's, I guess I'm just trying to defend like married yeah, women. No. Yeah, of course. Who are, you know, separated from, you know, someone. Mm-hmm. Or what about like, yeah, in like long distance scenarios, like even if you're married. Yeah, I mean, listen. What if you're doing, what if you're doing it together online? You know, I feel like when you're married, I guess what if like, you're married your and you're doing are, it over Zoom? I think <laughs> I listen. I mean, again, not an expert. I'm not married, um, but I feel like that'd be fine. Like again, because you're doing that together, and like that's bringing you closer to your husband. Okay, but yeah, again, like obviously, like I don't know what's like actually correct. You know what I mean? Like. These yeah. are just my thoughts. No, that's why but, we're talking about it. And that's why I'm just, like, throwing out some different scenarios here. But some people argue that, like, masturbation can mean, like, literally nothing more than pleasure. And that it's kind of like when, like, you're a kid and you start, like, learning, like, oh, that feels good. Or, like, oh, no. You know? like Right. And it's so innocent. And it's, like, literally just, like, you're acknowledging that there's pleasure. And it's, like, lots of people think that it can be the same with masturbation because you can, like, masturbate and, like, you can just like not go to a lustful place and like it can like literally solely be for pleasure and be like innocent and like again I think and like maybe that's true for some people and I think I mean it kind of goes back to like Corinthians when he's talking about how like certain things like Christians stumble on more than other people so maybe this is one of those topics I tend to think like again because there's like normally orgasming involved and because like of the nature of it. Right. I would tend to disagree, but I also like, again, like I do think I struggle with less and like I've masturbated three times in my life. And like every time, like I've ended in a lustful place, even if I didn't begin there. It's like, again, maybe that's just something I struggle with more. And like, that's why I do disagree with that. But Mm. like lots of people do think like you can just do it like innocently, you know, that like I'll put air quotes around innocently just because like, you know, we're not like diving into what that really means, but Right. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to like dive into this more. I know. Yeah. There's so much more that I want to say about this. Um, because I feel like this particular sexual activity has, has more to it, like more, more layers than the other, other ones. Maybe that's just my, no, I would agree. um, yeah, I think, and you know why I think that is? I think it be, because of something that C.S. Lewis said. Because it's such a, um, because it's such a, I don't want to say selfish. Um, self-serving? Self-serving yeah. act in of itself, like by its own means, um, where the lines of morality and like the spiritual significance of it becomes a little dicey yeah yeah. I also think Um, that I mean there's like a lot of reports published too I don't have one in front of me um I can try mm -hmm. to find one for after the episode of like and the church says different things about masturbation as well different churches different denominations Mm -hmm. but a lot of people masturbate because they're bored or it's out of this like idleness and I think like that's also where it becomes a problem because like, yeah, it's, like, out of, like, this boredom. And I think 
that's like often when you should be leaning into God, right? When there's like literally nothing else going on and like God's giving you that space and like we're actively choosing like earthly pleasure right now versus like sacrificing that for like pleasure like later on and then also like intimacy with God. Mm-hmm. And so I think like lots of times like that's like another area of problem or like a problem area because it's coming from like that mindset where you're just like bored. You're like, might as well. Like I need some pleasure, like a quick dopamine hit, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. And it's like addictive, um, you know? Yeah, definitely. I, I had this one experience. I was questioning whether or not I should say it, but where I was like having a hard time sleeping at night and you know, this was a recommended means in which to tuck yourself out a little bit. You know what I'm saying? And, and I was like, you know, maybe I should like read the Bible instead. And I articulated this to someone and they're like, no, no, reading the Bible is like way too heavy to do like at night when, (laughs) (laughs) and I was like, um, <laughs> yeah, so I, I think that sometimes, yeah, I think that we have to take all things into consideration Yeah, and not one way is the way. And I um, think like, yeah, 100%. I also think like, again, like when you're like having trouble sleeping at night, like for me at least, I normally have trouble sleeping when God's trying to tell me something, you know, and I'm like, and I need to press in more like like personally like that's what happens for me or it's like some sort of spiritual warfare and I think like yeah like an easy solution is like masturbate and like and simply and simply turning to something like that to comfort yourself in a way I just also feels kind of like selfish but I don't know and in like a reverse situation it could be you know like what what would be selfish about loving your body or yeah yeah and there's another perspective <laughs> I mean yeah yeah so okay. many. I'm gonna stop I'm gonna stop because we have another episode about this yeah and like again like all these topics we're gonna come back to as we meet people who like want to share their story on this and as we Absolutely. come across more resources where we're like oh actually like we think this would be a good thing to share so this again yeah. this is not gonna be the end of this we're not ever going to stop talking about sex. <laughs> so, yeah, if we miss something, hopefully we'll cover it later. And again, like, we're going to open up, like, a conversation, like, on Instagram. If you guys want to, like, email us, like, that's open so that, that Emma, we can hear a story. Emma, what you said was totally yeah. bigoted and stupid. No, like, please do. Like, we want to have open conversations about this. And again, like, we're doing this episode to open the conversation, obviously. As you could tell through, like, half of our murmuring, we have no idea for some things and we I mean we probably will not know until we and, go to heaven but like yeah, we want to talk about it no idea because because I think you know as you're trying to deepen your relationship with God and you are actively dating or mm-hmm. wanting to date or or even you know if you're married or you know you have questions about these things and and especially if you're a, a deeply religious person, you don't want, you know, there's like added pressure to yeah, yeah. quote unquote get things right. And so that's, and that's why it will always be a struggle. But yeah, luckily we are not alone. And 
and that's great so yeah i also think like honestly just with all this kind of like how i was talking earlier about how i think god puts a lot of these things in place because he wants to protect us and he has like this heart for us and he knows that certain things are going to hurt us in the long run and all of that like i've been in relationships where we've been super physical like hand jobs or all fingering like all of that has been present and like it makes it harder to end things because it's like super painful and like you feel connected and they've known you so intimately and it's like weird to know that there's like another person out there that knows you that well you know so i also think like god's trying to protect us when he like wants us to remain like sexually pure and like just pursue that so so yeah i think my advice honestly is in all this like when you're like debating it is spending quiet time and actually praying about this and like talking with god like he actually wants to talk about this with you again like even if you've like done this he doesn't stop loving you like he's so actively pursuing you and wants to talk about this and you know when we don't know what we should or shouldn't do when we like go to the bible and we go to prayer like god's gonna help clarify that and like strengthen us with holy spirit so yeah i think like just like something to think about for yourself is what is God's vision for relationship and intimacy and like kind of like researching that, like going to the Bible, like talking with God about it, talking with your friends about that. Like what do they think God's vision is for relationship and intimacy and start like actually like questioning that for yourself and really like look into that. But yeah. Thank you so much for joining us on today's episode. This was so good guys. We can't wait to like go back to it. And, like, actually start talking about this with you guys. So, it's going to be very exciting. But, yeah, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, again, guys, feel free to call us out if you want to. We, like, really want to talk about this. Yeah, you can follow us on Instagram at theholyship.podcast or email us at theholyship.podcast at gmail.com. So, yeah, we can't wait for you guys um, just to hear the rest of the season on sex. 